0: Welcome to Ready, Set, Collaborate podcast with Wanda Pearson, where we will dive deep into the world of networking, collaboration, and partnership, unlocking the secrets to a successful team working within innovation. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a creative, professional, or just someone eager to understand the power of networking and collaboration, this podcast is your go-to resource. Join us as we explore the stories, strategies, and insights from experts, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who have experienced the magic of networking and collaboration to achieve successful results. Tune in to Ready, Set, Collaborate podcast on a journey towards achieving your goals with host Wanda Pearson.
1: Welcome, welcome to Ready, Set, Collaborate with Wanda Pearson, but I have a special edition for February. It is Valentine's Month, and I am talking about relationships, either his partnership, marriage, job, or family. But I will have some special guests that will speak about trauma and relationships, a relationship expert, self-love, and creating boundaries in a relationship. But most of all, self-care for yourself is very important to sustain any kind of relationship. So this month is going to be full of information. It's so much fun. And a great resource for you to actually listen to over and over again. I'm so excited to have some wonderful ladies this month of February to talk about so many things that can benefit us in building and maintaining relationships. So let's get started with our guest, Rachel
2: Davis. I'm so excited about you being on my podcast, Rachel. Oh my gosh. I am honored. I am honored to be a guest on your Pat podcast. Thank you so much for reaching out and extending the invitation. I'm excited to share with your community and hopefully give them some really good information that, that could help propel love in a beautiful way for this month and beyond.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say happy Valentine's Day. Happy
2: Valentine's Day to you. We're not red here. We're bringing it
1: out. Yeah, I know. I, don't, I don't want to listen to your podcast. I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> but No, you know, I'm you're gonna share some great information. But I want to talk. I want to actually read your bio because your bio says a lot about you here. So Rachel is a motivational coach who specializes in helping women win in love with men. Not just regularly boring love, but the love that sets your soul on fire. Woo, woo, woo. Rachel is committed to helping women such as yourself on their quest for love by guiding them back to self-love, self-discovery, and men mastery. She is the founder of Demystifying Men, a program series created that has created magic and changed the lives of hundreds of women around the globe. Not the world, but the globe. Rachel has dedicated close to a decade working with women helping them to discover how exceptional they are and how equally extraordinary men are. She teaches women how to own their personal power and decode men, I need to know how to do that, decode men to their most fundamental qualities so that healthy, loving, and passionate relationships becomes inedible for them. Rachel has been gifting women worldwide with the ability to heal from past love losses and break us while teaching them how to reconnect with they are and what makes them lovable and desired. Whether you're a single, married, separated, or in a complicated situationship, I like that. Rachel has the tools, keys, tips, tricks, keys. knowledge, and know-how to get you from where you are to where you desire to be with men. Not just any love, but the love they want and deserve. Rachel, we named this episode Breaking Free, Unleashing Extraordinary Love in Your Life. And I really thought with your bio here that we actually can touch upon that a lot of this stuff. Welcome again, Rachel, to say Collaborate in the special edition of Relationships, The Art thank of Relationships. You. So thank <laughs> you so much, so much. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Rachel, about your background, how you became a relationship expert.
2: Yeah, really quickly, my desire to, to understand men stemmed from me being married for the second time. First time the marriage didn't work out too well, and chalk it up to being young and ultimately growing apart and having the opportunity to fall in love, to meet someone, fall in love, have him fall in love with me, and for us to decide to live the rest of our lives together. I knew I was good as a woman. I knew I was good as a friend. I knew I was good as a lover. I knew I was good as a wife. Um, But I went to 10x my knowledge and my expertise of men, simply because I felt as though if I elevated my position when it comes to better understanding him, he would in turn do the same. That was part of the reason why I wanted to really understand men. The other part is because All of the women around me in my family, people in my social circles at that time, with the exception of one person I knew, all had failed marriages, failed relationships, or if they were married or in a relationship, they were miserable, unhappy, they were just tolerating one another. And aside from that one couple that I knew back then who are still together to this day, I didn't have an example of what a healthy relationship looked like then have examples of what loving, beautiful, passion-filled marriages look. And so as a result, I went on a quest to just better understanding men from a behavioral standpoint. And I implemented what I learned. And I watched how my husband just blossomed and he just gelled into me more. And our relationship went from being exceptional to exceptional times 10 and so I started sharing with other women girlfriends what I knew intrinsically because a lot of this was inherent knowledge that I already had society more or less teaches us not to tap into that that intellectual that that ancestral wisdom that we have but I tapped into that coupled with what I learned and I was just giving girlfriends ex- advice and one of my girlfriends was like you know what and you, your husband you guys are in the industry, you're always hosting trainings and events and so forth. You should put an event together and you should have, you should charge for this. This is good stuff. And I was like, And she said, yes, I'll help you. I'll even help you. My good friend, uh, Kelly Campbell. And so I put the first Demystifying Men event together and sold out. And my husband was like, wow, you're onto something here. And that was the first time he actually learned the information that I had learned. And he was then in, in the back of the room,
1: completely amazed.
2: Oh, wow. And blown away by the information because a lot of us think that understanding human dynamics and human behavior is something that's simple or it's something that should be second nature. And by and large, it really isn't. And so when you think about understanding that there are elements about the opposite sex that you don't know, you weren't necessarily born with a manual on how to understand men and men will tell you, I wasn't born with a manual on how to understand women, but science and psychology has components of how we interact as far as the dynamic of of men and women, we parlay that into relationships, and you've got a winning formula for a really beautiful marriage. And so that's how I got started.
1: That is awesome. And I guess that's
2: what the this, demystifying men mean. Are you demystifying yeah. them to the, bring them the, that's yes, that's exactly because at that point I was like, what's a catchy title for this event? And demystifying men, removing the mystery from women. Understanding men. And you know, what I also want to share with you, too, Wanda, is that during my first event, I had a couple of the ladies bring their significant other with them. So there was a couple of men in the room. And when I tell awesome. you, one of the young ladies, she said, Oh my gosh, after your event, her husband had been talking about starting a business and he never did anything about it. You just right. talk, talk, talk with little action the girl. Monday morning, he went, he incorporated his business. He did, went to the bank, got a loan. He did this and this and this and that yes. um, to really propel and move what he wanted to do forward. And that was because he also got an education about himself.
1: And so, I yeah, love just, it. it was profound. I, I love it because actually I was going to ask you about that too. And just me and my husband been married 42 years now.
2: Blessings. That's yeah, wonderful.
1: It ain't easy. God has always been bringing us back together, and we're a lot like in a lot of ways, but not different in a lot of ways. So we probably need to take one of your your courses here. <laughs> you know how they say, "Metaphor Mars, when for Venus." Yeah. But yeah, but no, it, it's God has really been blessing us to go through our challenges and our wins, and it's just, and especially when you start getting older, things right. don't be the same. So. Right? We definitely trust. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I wanna ask you something. So in your experience, what are some of the common challenges that couples or women face in
2: today's past paced world? Oh my gosh. Women, let's talk about some of the challenges women face. I'll think about three off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Women don't have the luxury of slowing down. Mm. Exactly. We don't have the luxury of just slowing down. I had a retreat last year titled "The Ultimate The Ultimate Femininity Experience," and one of the key takeaways that I taught the women at the retreat about femininity, and 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 this is for the Type A personality woman who is very driven and focused but yet and still realizes that she leads with more for masculinity than femininity. The one thing that I shared with the ladies at the retreat was that in order for you to tap into your femininity, the only way you can tap into your femininity is through time. Mm -hmm. You have to disconnect, you have to decompress, and you've got to carve out and create time in order for you to do that. Because if not, you'll grow growth, right? Uh, That's another thing. Some of the issues that women face in terms of being in a fast-paced environment has to do with the desire to please everybody, the Mm -hmm. desire to meet everyone's needs, and the desire being attached to a sense of accomplishment, Mm -hmm. being attached to a sense of self, the desire to please everybody has now become part of your identity when it shouldn't be part of who you are in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so that's another area that I think women who are fast paced truly struggle with. Um, and last but not least, I will say that not being able to articulate, if you're in a relationship, that is, not being able to clearly articulate what your needs are from an intimacy perspective, Is also a challenge, and I think culturally it depends on that culture plays a part of it. Even age plays a part of it too. I was reading an article that talks about how the 23 year old young woman today has had more sexual partners than a 54 year old woman has had in her lifetime. Right now, that's a huge disparity. But that goes to, and I'm not saying one is right or one is wrong, it's just a sign of the times, right? But what I'm finding is that the the women who are are younger and more youthful have asserted the sense of self-awareness where they're able to articulate what they desire, where for some of us, Gen X's and baby boomers and beyond may still struggle with that. Being able to have the freedom to to share what you desire in a relationship is an area that I think women often fall trapped, fall as far as a trap to in this fast paced world. It's so fast paced, it's so fast moving, you don't take the time for pleasure. You don't take the time to articulate pleasure. You don't take the time to receive pleasure. So those are some of the challenges I think women face.
1: And I agree with that. And actually, I tell people my four scenes, I'm going to ask you about this. But my four C's to a relationship, I to make sure my husband knows this, is mm-hmm. communication, mm-hmm. consideration, compromise, and compassion. Those are the mm-hmm. four C's. And there's more four C's in here that you actually can go yeah. with that. But I want to yeah. ask you, sure. <laughs> so how do you approach working with couples and individuals that are struggling with communication issues?
2: Ooh. The foundation of any successful relationship, the foundation of any successful marriage rises and falls on communication, right? Yeah. Even when you think about, if we take a look at it from, from a spiritual perspective or a biblical perspective, mm-hmm. you'll hear a lot of folks teach that prayer is the foundation. And although I do believe that prayer is the foundation, but I have seen women spend years praying for a man who just doesn't know how to communicate. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He just doesn't know how. Yeah. Because men, by and large, are raised differently, and in a lot of cases, depending on their background and their upbringing, have acquired elements of trauma. And we're never really taught that vulnerability was a powerful tool in communication, vulnerability being a powerful tool in relating and in relationships, and vulnerability being a powerful tool in being able to live a completely free um, and light life. When you're able to be vulnerable and when you're able to be Securing your vulnerability when you're able to feel safe in that vulnerability, it then opens the opportunity for you to be able to communicate and to do so in a manner that's absolutely beautiful because it's founded on feeling safe and vulnerability. And I really, I think the the biggest part that I want to share with your viewers with regards to communication is to be able to ensure if you're not married, if you're single and if you're dating, 50% of the battle at winning in marriage is marrying the right person. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways you can understand or define or decipher whether that person is the right one for you is their ability to communicate with you and to do so with a beautiful vulnerability.
1: Absolutely. That's perfect, perfectly said because I always say communication is important to me. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what what I think, but when you don't have a partner that don't communicate back with you, they make it difficult difficult. to bring you together. Or
2: or communication sounds more like an argument. Mm -hmm. Or communication is I'm only listening so I can respond, not listening so I can comprehend. Mm -hmm. And and, and we're taught to respond, to be able to give an answer, not necessarily to respond to be able to receive. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot that can be enhanced with the human dynamic in terms of communication that can really help couples excel in the space of of marriage and to excel in a way that's absolutely beautiful in terms of what they desire to create for themselves in a relationship.
1: Yes, I knew I I had the right person out here to talk about her. So I want to ask you something here and we're going to start winding down because I want to make sure we can tell about you. In the age of technology, everything with COVID happened, how has social media and digital communication impacted romantic relationships? And what advice do you give couples navigating these challenges?
2: At night, get that cell phone out the bedroom.
1: <laughs> Girl, that's going to be lost in the morning.
2: Listen, <laughs> two o'clock in the morning, you wake up and you can't sleep. Before a cell phone, you'd cuddle closer with your partner and hold on tight until you fell back asleep again. Now you can't fall asleep. You're like, let me see what's going on ESPN.com. Or let me see what's going on Facebook. Let me see what's being said on Twitter or Instagram or whatever media platform. Let me see. Let me catch up on Um, on my latest YouTuber. Yeah. So
1: get rid of the the cell phone in the bedroom. Get the cell
2: phone out of the bedroom. (laughs) Take it out of the room. Put it in the next room. It could charge in the next room. And you're like, what if an emergency happens? Here's what you, and someone needs to call you an emer- unless it's somebody that's in your house. Yeah. Chances are, you probably won't answer the phone until the next morning anyway.
1: I know. that those
2: need, so, Exactly. So in your favorites, add who's in your favorites yeah. so that if that person calls you at a certain time, you put your phone on, do not disturb. Yeah. That phone will ring. It'll ring in the next room. You'll hear it. You'll wake yeah. up and you'll answer the cop. Yeah. Other than that, after my so my phone is on do not disturb after nine p.m. Yeah it's on do not disturb and we charge our phones in the next room or in the bathroom.
1: I guess I have to work on that one because I do have do not disturb though. I do that have it on do not disturb
2: (laughs) (laughs) so at two o'clock in the morning when you wake up to go use the bathroom and you can't go back to sleep. Yeah. Before you used to cuddle and you know (laughs) that cuddling Provided you with activities that helped you fall right back to sleep. And nowadays, <laughs> that's being replaced with social media. And so, my advice is: get the cell phone out of the bedroom. Get same. the TV and the phone out of the bedroom.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> that's good. I, I guess a lot of us gonna have to work on that one there. <laughs> so let me ask you another question here. So, how do you help couples or women maintain a healthy balance between independence and togetherness in their relationships?
2: Yeah, great question. Independence is necessary. You gotta be who you are in your marriage. You've gotta be who you are in your relationship. And I think the false misconception that a lot of women were taught was that you're supposed to like melt into the other person and completely disappear Mm -hmm. as a helpmate. Yeah. But my philosophy is I was given this gift of greatness that resides within me when I was born with a purpose. Dr. Miles Monroe talks about this all the time. God rest his soul. Everybody has got a seed of greatness in them. Everyone's got a purpose that they were designed to accomplish. My husband is no different. You're no different. Your husband is no different. And the independence comes with understanding that you have your life mission and he has his life mission. Mm -hmm. And what you decided to do when you came together is to go through this life mission side by side together. So being an independent person shouldn't take away from you showing up for your significant other as long as your independence isn't based on selfishness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people get it wrong. A husband may say, oh, I need you to stop doing what it is that you're doing to help me build my business. And by and large, I'm just giving that as an example, women will put what they're doing on hold to help the man. Men will always put what they're doing on hold to help the woman. And I talk about that in my Demosifying Men course. We talk about stages of man's development. And I'll talk about Prince A and Prince B. Prince A wants to build his kingdom with his princess. Prince B wants to build his kingdom alone. Mm -hmm. And so... When you think about independence and being able to still be in a relationship, number one, you got to identify the person that you're with. Are they looking to you to support them 100%? Are they willing to support you? These are the types of conversations that you need to have before you walk down the aisle. Now, if you're already knee deep in the marriage, like you're 20 years in, then it also requires a conversation. Same concept, but perhaps different parameters where you have to let your significant other know this is something that's meaningful and it's important to me. And I want to give it a shot. Can right. I count on you for your support?
1: And that's true. That tells you if that's your right mate. It's a right mate.
2: Exactly. To- you gave me exactly. Right? I know plenty of couples who this husband does not support what the wife is doing. Yeah. And it's it's like somebody just mm-hmm. blowing out their candle. It's it's the yeah. light that they had in their eyes just disappear. Simply so, because he's functioning from a place of selfishness yep, that's and not about. selflessness.
1: Selflessness. I love that. I love it. So I'm going to wind down here real quick because I know we're uh, getting on time. But how does, because, you know, it's uh, networking and conversion, how does that fit into what you do as far as you collaborate? Do you collaborate with other People that actually do what you do or how do you How does it? Oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. My mission is to get the word out there to help men better understand women, to help women better understand men so that we can have better relationships, so Mm -hmm. that we can, that that human element of companionship, one of our six basic needs Mm -hmm. is love and connection. As humans having the spiritual experience. Yes. I'm um, sorry, as spiritual beings having this human experience. I had it reversed. Loving we mean, connection. Both of them make sense
1: to me. They,
2: they both make sense. Exactly. But love and connection is a big part of it. And I love uh, and I welcome opportunities to collaborate with other people who are like minded in that way so that we can present this message about how to better connect, how to better. Collaborate even in relationships, so that we can have that love affair that just, like I said in my yeah. bio, that just sets your soul on fire.
1: Absolutely, and I actually, was talking of my guest that I had yesterday. Mm-hmm. You, you guys, definitely, definitely need to connect. And my other oh, for friend, sure lady, uh, she, uh, she boundaries. So I think mm-hmm. you all will be a great collaboration with my. Oh,
2: family. I have a teaching on boundaries. Boundaries makes for great relationships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she's so going to be on the 21st, yeah. so she'd be the following after you asked. Okay, morning. wonderful.
2: Yeah, I wonderful.
1: So let's okay. round this down because I want people mm-hmm. to know how to get in touch with you also when your next courses because I want to make sure that they that, listen, this is a great conversation and For I sure. really appreciate you there. So tell us how they can get in touch with you.
2: Absolutely. So my website is workwithracheldavis.com. And when you go to the website, scroll all the way at the bottom and join the mailing list. And you'll receive emails. I do my best to get at least two emails out per month, which is a way for me to stay connected with my community yes. and provide updates and so forth. As far as social media is concerned, on Instagram, it's Love by Rachel Davis. YouTube, it's Rachel Davis TV or Demystifying Men, mm-hmm. and book, it's also Rachel Davis. So that's how you can find me on all social platforms, and I'm at oh, TikTok. Rachel Davis as well.
1: (laughs) All right. This was awesome. I really enjoyed our conversation and you just gave so many tips. What you have is really really great for people to listen to. So I encourage the audience, to definitely listen to it. Reach out to Rachel because she has so much demystifying tips and stuff that you can do. Because I'm telling you, I know my husband's going to be listening to this as well. So I definitely enjoyed our conversation, and
2: I'm going to have you back on that show again. So thank you. I, it's, thank it was just you. too short. Sure. It was just too short. Sure. Oh, I know man. it's so much we can get into. Absolutely,
1: So absolutely much we can so. get into. But thank you, Rachel, for being on our show, and thank you, yeah. audience, for joining us on Ready Set Collaborate with Wanda Pearson in the special edition of the Art of Relationships. Make sure you share and follow my uh, podcast because I'm on all podcasts. I, I oh, Actually, Rich, i my on Audible. I didn't realize i don't Audible. Audible. Oh, fantastic. Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, anything you can think of. Just uh, do Ready, Set, Collaborate with Wanda Pearson. You will find me on all different platforms. So thank you once again for being on our podcast and I look forward to talking with you soon. Same here. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Ready, Set, Collaborate. For more information about the host, head to WDPearsonAssociates.com. And that's P-E-A-R-S-O-N. Want to connect? Send an email to Wanda at WDPearsonAssociates.com. And as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Ready, Set, set, collaborating.